Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% Need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary. It's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, talks picking it up. Let's go. Anyway, he never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds The skill of an artist This is 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause why you was ill Who would've thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game. Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church. I like bleach, man. Why you had the stupidest verse? This dude is the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots. His stocks through the roof. I heard him from a death guy. 10% luck, 20% Spitting fire in mic, got him out the dryer, he's hot, found him in Fort Minor with top, but a f***ing nihilist porcupine, he's a he's a the type, women wanna be with him, rappers hope he gets eight years in the making, patiently waiting to blow, now the record wish you notice, taking no Yes, we're, we're really excited to play BYU at night here in our stadium, tradition-rich program, is a wonderful man, good coach, really good coach, they won six in a row. So we certainly have our work cut out for us. They're a big physical football team, doing a lot more on defense than they did a year ago and playing really well. So we're excited for our kids to get here, excited for a crowd to see a, uh, a big-time football game here in our stadium. Here we go. Big game Saturday night. Line keeps moving down. Money coming in on BYU. How are you feeling about this game? I, honestly, I feel pretty good. You know, and part of it is last year, you know, you really saw the the difference in SEC football and, and what BYU had. It was the speed. It was the size. Arkansas's guys were faster, bigger than BYU. And that, maybe not so much bigger. BYU had some big dudes. And, and I'm trying to take last year with a, uh, a grain of salt. It's hard not to um, because, you know, we saw what happened. And Arkansas was a better team. But BYU had just gone through a, a gauntlet of games. They were they were beat up. I think emotionally, physically, they were drained. And Arkansas, to be honest with you, caught them at a really good time. That was a bad Arkansas defense and gave up a lot of points to BYU and a lot of other teams. I do think this defense is better. I do think Arkansas has improved. But you know what? BYU has improved too. They're a completely different team. I think I think I saw somewhere that they have like 50, 60 new players on this team. So it's a it's a a much different team because of uh, the portal. Kind of like Arkansas. Arkansas hit the portal and they're a different team also this year. And coach coach uh, Pittman hit on that yesterday. There there was a there's quite a few differences on uh, the rosters between BYU and Arkansas. They did a really nice job in the transfer portal. Uh, I guess coach thought that they needed to go in there. They got obviously got a quarterback in the transfer portal. Got a big, nice tackle from Oklahoma State in the transfer portal. They got really two really nice offensive tackles, and and uh, but they have some you know some guys like Max Tooley, the linebacker, who I really think is a really good player, and and uh, they've got a Mike linebacker number two that's a really good player. So 
Uh, they do have some guys that's played for them before, but they uh, have a nucleus of guys transfer, guys new. So sort of like us a little bit. Yeah, so you're going to see two different teams on the field Saturday night for the most part. Um, but still, it's a home game. It's going to be electric, a sold-out crowd, night game. Uh, you you got to feel good. I do. I do. I feel good about this game. I think Vegas had it right when the line came out. I think it is and should be a double-digit spread. And all the money coming in on BYU does not concern me. I think some people nationally have seen what Arkansas did last week, and it scared them off a little bit. They're like, ooh, Kent State, look at what Central Florida did. Maybe Arkansas is not that good. I, I, I'm going to chalk it up. After talking with Coach Kelly uh, yesterday, I'm chalking it up to Arkansas use the Kent State game as a glorified scrimmage. They were there to work on some things, and it was to work on the running game. I, I don't think uh, – I'm not going to – I mean, yeah, I'm still disappointed that Arkansas wasn't able to run the ball, but I do think they'll be able to run the ball better when they open things up a little bit. And when they start throwing the ball around, that's going to get the defense on their heels a little bit and linebackers start backing up and safeties aren't crashing down. So I think that helps. Uh, so I, I still feel okay about it. Look, they got K.J. Jefferson. When you got K.J. Jefferson, you got a chance to win – Every game on this schedule. I mean, I still, I'm not, I don't think they're going to beat LSU, but they have a chance against LSU with KJ Jefferson as a quarterback. That guy's a special college player. He is one of the top quarterbacks in the in, in the uh, SEC. Pro Football Focus came out with a stat today. Through two weeks, KJ Jefferson is rated as the number two quarterback in efficiency. I saw that, and JJ McCarthy of Michigan was number was one. Number one. Yeah. Uh, right in front of Caleb Williams at USC number three. That's what KJ means to this team, you know. And I'm his, look, I'm a harsh critic, you know. And he, but he's his own harsh you know, critic because I asked him directly after the first week. He had five incompletions. I bet you remember those more than you do the touchdowns. He said without a doubt, and he pointed out two of them like that that he missed throws on. He missed a couple of throws last week. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I looked at his numbers after the game that I realized. Dang, he had another better game than I thought. Yeah, he did. I think, what did he end up, 11 of 16, 12 of 17? I think he had five incompletions once again. But it's the incompletions that stick out because those are passes that he could have completed or bad throws. And so you're like, gosh, if KJ can just clean this up and that up, he's, he's, he's almost perfect. I know quarterbacks aren't going to be perfect, and they're going to make some bad throws and, you know, errant throws, but uh, KJ's close. And I, I have a lot of faith in KJ against BYU. And and the thing is, I think Arkansas's defense is a lot better. It was a terrible last year, and they have made some changes in the secondary that's allowed them to cover guys. Uh, the the transfers you cannot overstate how important those transfers in the secondary were, and the defensive line showed a little bit more pressure this week. The linebackers with Chris Poupaw and the two transfers there, they're doing a good job. So I, I don't see BYU putting up, going through the Arkansas defense like they did last year. I mean, it was a shootout. There was a point in that game where they were just back and forth, back and forth. Every team, both teams with big plays. They had uh, the wide receiver Epps with over 100 yards. The wide receiver that went off for the Rams last week. Uh, yeah, Puka. Puka. He, he went off against Arkansas also. Um, so I don't see that happening this week. Yeah, they also don't have as good of a quarterback in Jaron Hall. No. Who's now in the NFL. No, and I think this quarterback is good, but he's still... Keaton Slovis, yeah. Slovis he, is finding his way. He's a, He has four touchdowns, one interception on the year, like 500 yards, something like that. Uh, he started his career at USC. He was projected first rounder at one point, and then he ended up going to Pitt, and now he's at BYU. It's kind of a downward trend it right is. it is <laughs> we're going to uh take some phone calls this hour uh we're we're pretty loaded in hour two we, well we're very loaded in hour two we're going to have quinn grovey on eleven ten. thanks to bell and swart we'll also have dr o'malley with some sports injuries and then at eleven forty five, the mayor of little rock chris alley comes in in the third hour with the rock and roll sushi average guy movie review 
Uh, we're going to work in Richard Davenport at some point. He's uh, taking care of some business right now, so whenever he gets done, he's going to join us. So uh, we're pretty loaded today. So if you want to jump in and talk some Razorback football or the NFL or whatever you want to hit on, uh, now's the time, honestly. This first hour is going to be the most wide open. The rest of the day, we're going to be pretty jam-packed. So I'd encourage if you want to join us, now's the time to do it on this acre-free zone. Glad you're with us. We'll start it out. Jake is on the line. Jake, welcome to the zone. Hey, good morning, Wes. Good morning, Christian. How you guys doing today? Outstanding. Good. Glad uh, Justin got to see Pearl Jam last night. I checked their Facebook page and saw the set list. I guess they had a pretty good show last night. So, so it sucks I missed them in Indiana because they had to get sick, but it is what it is. Hey, um, on to other things. Have you guys read the story? I believe it's on Arkansas Football's actual, official uh, Facebook page talking about BYU TV and how they're giving Arkansas... They actually did a story, like a two-hour thing on Arkansas, because the SEC Network has stubbed pretty much any mention of Arkansas through SEC Nation and their special thing they did before the season was three hours long. I think Arkansas got a 10-second spot in it. (laughs) 10 seconds out of three hours. BYU TV has this thing. You need to go and, and, and look look it up, Christian, if you can, and help me out here a little bit because I read it this morning. Um, but BYU TV actually does a, a special on the other team, and they really want to look at whoever they're playing, not as, like, enemy combatants, which I hate to put it that way because I've actually been to war and it's not the same, but, uh, but as friendly foes. And they like to highlight the other team and what they've got and everything. So that being said, I think, and apparently they did this last year too. It's called BYU TV. They said a lot of uh, a lot of carriers carry this. A lot of providers carry this. You just got to search for it, and if it's not available, it'll be available the next day after the game. But it's a two-hour special <laughs> on the Razorbacks. It's going to air before the game, well, and uh, so I encourage everybody that's going to be at the game. If, if this is how BYU is treating us, and they treated us great last year when we went to Provo. Treat them the same way. Treat them with the same respect. These guys are giving us the respect that we deserve when our own conference won't. And that's uh, to me, that's a huge deal. So, Christian, if you could look up that story, maybe get a little bit more into it. It's hard for me to do while I'm driving. I can't really look it up for you all. But uh, I read this morning, I think it was, was either on 24 Arkansas, Arkansas Razorbacks on 24-7, but I think it was our Arkansas Razorback football official page on Facebook. My so first thought I, is... I just, I did, I, BYU is. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, my first thought is BYU is trying to make up for the Mountain Meadows massacre in the the 1800s, <laughs> where they murdered a bunch of Arkansans trying to go out to the on the Oregon Trail. My, yeah, you know, it, it could be, but honestly, I, I thought that was a pretty cool gesture by them, and uh, just wanted to get you guys, you know, opinions and thoughts on that. And and honestly, the SEC has kind of stubbed Arkansas as far as any mention or footage or anything thus far. So talk about that if you would, and you guys have a great day. Love the show, man. Go Hogs. Thanks, Jake. Uh, I'll tell you this. Uh, the SEC Network's going to talk about the big games. Right. And so far, Arkansas has played Western Carolina and Kent State. Well, I mean, what what is there to say? Uh, Arkansas gets a little mention here and there uh, from time to time. I don't know what he was talking about specifically with the three-hour special for the SEC Network. But, yeah, I watch the SEC Network, and they, they don't get the same amount of attention. But why would they? They haven't deserved it yet. No. Yeah. I mean, you're going to talk about last week, Miami and, and Texas A&M. You're going to talk about Alabama, Texas. That's a lot more interesting than Arkansas. Now, Kent Georgia's State. going to get some of it, but Georgia is you know, number one in the, the country. Crowd, yeah. Yes, and you're going to talk about the ranked teams a little bit more, and that's that's why it's important to get ranked because all of a sudden you start to get a little bit more love. That's why this game is important for Arkansas. I heard Coach Pittman say yesterday his team has practiced a little bit different this week, and uh, on the coaches' show last week he said this was their best practice of the of the fall camp so far. They, the, yesterday's practice was okay. the best practice, so. They they realize what's at stake, and uh, look, Arkansas is right outside the top 25 looking in. A win this week, and some teams in the 20s lose. I, I expect Arkansas to be ranked next week. BYU, we, you know, we don't know how good they are, but they still carry that name. That's why Arkansas is on ESPN 2 this weekend. Yeah. Because it's BYU. This is a, two Power 5 teams playing. They've played about the same amount of competition as Arkansas has. They have. I would say. Yeah, both have played in FCS school, Western Carolina, Southern Utah, and both played 
Well, they played Sam Houston State, and we played Kent State. Yeah, um, Sam Houston State may be better than yeah, Kent State. They may be. They may be, uh, but they're a young, you know, up you know, FBS team that's making that just made the transition. So, um, yeah, they, they basically played about the same uh, competition. So we don't know a whole lot about either either team right now. So this BYU TV, it says it's a network channel on almost every television provider. I've never seen it. Has gone out of its way to make sure there is a large amount of Razorbacks. Razorback specific content that will be included in its pregame show that will air two hours before Arkansas and BYU locks up on Razorback Stadium. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like a quality pregame show yeah. that does uh, features a lot about their opponent. Uh, I will say this: I, I get on message boards from time to time, and obviously I'm on Twitter a lot. And I have seen Arkansas fans encouraging other fans to. Show BYU a good time because of what they did for Arkansas last year. Let's be nice to them. I saw fans uh, a tweet, and it's being retweeted over and over in hopes that someone from BYU that's traveling down sees it. Here's my, you know, here's my contact. Give me a call if you want a true SEC tailgate experience. I will take care of y'all, and I will show you around. You know, Reynolds Razorback. So I think that's cool. You know, people reaching out want to make sure BYU has a good time. Let's go to uh, Chuck. Chuck, welcome into the zone. What's up, y'all? Hey, man. Yeah, the previous caller was correct, though. They, we've we have played the two least compelling games in the SEC so far. So the fact that they haven't uh, been featuring us doesn't really blow. Uh, I'm sure, you know, be better, and next week will be one of the top stories because it'll be Arkansas versus LSU. Um, anyway, what I was calling to talk about was you're talking about KJ and getting the timing down with the wide receivers now, how even though they're not really in sync yet, he's still only, you know, five completions for an entire ball game is actually pretty good. Very good. Well, one of the things, one of the, and if you look at the way the last couple of seasons has gone, if, if you remember last year, like, a lot of the catches that, that, like, Hazelwood got were on, like, button hooks or go patterns where the timing doesn't change. You're, you're going to a certain point and turning around expecting the ball, or you just, you know, you level up speed and try to outrun somebody uh, to the outside. Well, in wide re- well, playing wide receiver, um, a lot of times using your speed is as, you know, as much about getting open as, as say, juking or running a good route. Getting the you know finding that high mid speed so that the cornerback tries to lock onto you at that speed and then you accelerate to get open is a lot of how they get open and that's a difficult thing for a, a quarterback to get used to when you have brand new receivers every year you have a completely brand new set and for the last three years in a row the first couple of games those kind of mid range passes where these guys are kind of slowing down and speeding up to get open have been the most difficult ones to, to hit, but by game three, four, and five, they've got the timing down, and all of a sudden our passing game looks a lot better, and I expect that to be the case this you know, this season, uh, especially with some of the burners we've got. Once K.J. learns what these guys do when they slow down to go into their break and then accelerate out of their break and watch them just blow wide open, he'll be able to see that happening faster, and he'll throw better ball. Yeah, no, I agree with I just, that. I, yeah, so I, I'm not worried about his, uh, you know, missing a couple of uh, missing a couple of passes here or there because some of the ones he did throw last week that were good, he threw one to um, to Tesla or Tesla or however you say it, where that guy had to get down and slide to catch the ball because he was very well covered, and um, and he just threw it. And the only it was either going to be an incomplete pass or it was going to be a touchdown, and it shows that he that he can he can throw a ball through a window. It's just a matter of getting the timing down on those mid, those those mid-range passes where there's a lot of acceleration and deceleration um, in the pass route. Chuck, thanks for the call. The throw over the middle Thank to Tesla was absolutely beautiful. That's an NFL throw, honestly. Uh, the, the behind the quarterback angle, uh, you, you, he throws it, and you're like, "What are you doing?" Honestly, and he threw it in the perfect spot, and Tesla goes down between the linebacker who was going back in coverage and the safety coming over and makes a catch. That was a fantastic throw and catch. You know, the thing, and, and it's sometimes it's hidden numbers. There was a throw that uh, K.J. made out to, uh, I think it was the wide receiver screen to Jaden Wilson. He threw it low, into the ground. Wilson caught it. It's a completion. 
his knee hit the ground. And they lost yards on the play. That's a play that they, the same play, just to the opposite side, that they ran against Western Carolina that goes for a touchdown. But because KJ was so bad off target, it's a completion. They lost yardage on it. He's got to complete that. He, he's got to throw that where he can catch it and run. That's, that's some of the things I'm talking about. There are some hidden completions that were bad throws. The receiver yeah. makes the catch, but maybe he's streaking across the middle and has to stop, or he has to slide to catch it, or he jumps up and, you know, it's just he's got to be on target a little bit more. That's, we've been saying it for yeah. over a year. It's just he'll get a completion, but maybe the ball should have been a little in front of the receiver so they could have kept going. They didn't have to stop. Yes. And it's just picky things. It's, it is yeah. being picky. Um, but uh, like I said, I'll roll, I'm rolling with KJ. I'm, I'm riding with KJ. Yeah, he's there's the guy. not many quarterbacks in the country I would trade him for. There's not many. No, I agree with that. Because this, you can't forget what he does with his legs. That's a whole different threat. Savage is up next. Savage, welcome to the zone. What's up, Wes? You know, as a fan, I don't want to pass out ice cream. I want to boo your team. I don't want to sit in the crowd and, and sing Kumbaya either. But I'm not talking about cussing fans out. But I don't want to – I mean, you get what I'm saying? I don't want to sit around and, and you know, after the game, that's fine. But while I'm in the stadium – I want you to stay away from me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to boo your team, and I want you to boo the Razorbacks <laughs> in the same thing. I'm not saying LSU cuss you out and you're a, you're a dog and all that, but I want to be a fan in the moment. I don't want you coming over and telling me, I appreciate you coming. I, I, I pre- Here's some ice cream. No, I don't want that as a fan. I want to go into it like two teams are going into battle, and then after the game we can talk about it. But during the game, I want to be a fan. How, about, how about pregame? All right. I, I'm I'm talking about pregame. I'm I'm talking about showing them around, having a good time. Yeah. Maybe Friday night when you see them in Fayetteville, and they're in their colors. You know who they are. I, that's all I'm saying. Friday night, Saturday night after the game, show them a good time. Saturday when it's you know, it's on during the game. I don't know. There's not many uh, situations where I would turn down free ice cream. Oh no! If they're giving me free ice cream, I'm going to eat it. Heck yeah, it's a nice gesture. Jamie's up next. Jamie, welcome to the zone. Hey guys, uh, I want to get your thoughts on this, uh, and I'm I'm not trying to be Navy Mike here. I'm not I'm not trying to be negative about this, but I just really this is a head scratcher to me about you know Pittman coming out in the press conference and talking about the still don't have the run fits right, and I'm and and I'm sitting here thinking, what have you been doing all fall camp? You've had over, you know, you've had a month and a half to get the run fits right. So who who does this fall on? I mean, it's it's, it's I, I can't believe it. I mean, what did you work on all fall camp? And and I've got one more thing. Uh, you know, the players are saying, you know, we just got to play harder. We got to got to strain harder. We got to play harder. You've got twelve games to play. Twelve games a year. If you can't get up for 12 games a year, get off of my field. And that's what I tell them if I'm the the coaching. All right, guys, that's all I got. Thanks, Jamie. I think the play harder, strain longer is a cliche. That's just a cliche. Yeah, it's just something they fall back on. Uh, There's so many times I've been in these press conferences and a a reporter will ask a question, you know, what happened on this play or this, and it's – well, we just got to execute. Yeah, I hate that. We got to do better. You know, so I'd just rather, you know what, I miss my block. You know, I I was a step slow. I was thinking about something else. You know, I was watching this, the left end, and I shouldn't have been. It's a cliche. It's a fallback. Uh, don't worry about that, Jamie. Well, I'm not going to tell you what to worry about. You can worry about it if you want to, but I'm trying to ease your concerns. Uh, and as far as the run fits, uh, it, 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 yeah, that's concerning. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. They went through some in, a couple of injuries during fall camp. Guys missed time. Devin Manuel missed time. Uh, they, they, were, they were just kind of nicked up on the offensive line, and they're learning a new system. You know, this is different. Danny Enos' run game's different from what Kendall Browles was trying to do. So that th- there is a transition going on here offensively that they're learning this, and they've gone through two games of live bullets with a defense showing them something that – it doesn't look quite like it looked like in practice. It's a little different. And that, that defensive end is a little quicker than the defensive end that I was going up against, the scout team defensive end. So it, just give them a little grace with the run fits. They're working on Teams get better throughout the year. This, they're going to be a lot better in November than they are right now. 
key is just be a, get a little better each week and be good enough to win the games that you're supposed to win and should win. We'll take some more calls. That was good. It's ran through a really good calls right there. We'll take more calls when we come back. Uh, we've got to talk about the NFL, too. Look at the schedule for the NFL. That'll be our question of the day. More calls, more football when we come back. You're in the zone. The world is UCA Bear fans, you can hear every game live on our sister station, The Point 94.1. Go purple, go gray, go UCA on The Point 94.1. This is SportsCenter. The weekend in college and pro football gets going tonight. First, it's a matchup of reigning divisional champions as the reigning NFC East champion Philadelphia Eagles host the 0-1 Minnesota Vikings at 7:15 on Amazon Prime Video. The Eagles are six-point favorites. The total is 49. In the college ranks, a pair of games. The Miami Hurricanes, who just got into the top 25 with their win last week over Texas A&M, will host Bethune-Cookman at 6:30 on the ACC Network. And then in the AAC, it'll be Memphis at 2-0, hosting the 1-1 Navy Midshipmen. That one's also at 6.30. You can catch that on ESPN. Memphis is a 14-point favorite. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, the rumors are true. Your favorite sports bar is coming to North Little Rock. Brewski's is proud to announce a second location is coming to the Lakewood Shopping Center. And it won't be too long where you can get the same great pub grub, happy hour specials, and late night fun when it comes to North Little Rock. Voted the number one sports bar in Little Rock for the last four years to catch all the games all year long. Get ready, North Little Rock. Brewski's North is coming soon. Brewski's, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Christy Pettit in Maumel, Matt Cooper in Russellville, or Madison Buse in England. We're back with Wild Bill at Motorsports Authority. Great selection here on the lot, but what about my trade-in, Wild Bill? We'll trade for just about anything as long as you don't have to feed it. We'll put top dollar in that trade. I'm getting country fried crazy during this sale right now, and I'll tell you what, folks, it's a lot of fun to do business with us. If you're wanting top dollar for your trade, you need to come see us. You can check out the complete selection online at msastore.com. Better yet, come see us in Russellville on East Main and Hot Springs on Central. You better get down here to Motorsports Authority. Touchdown! Allow us to introduce our We are Big O Tires. However, we might as well go by Big O Tires, alignments, batteries, brakes, oil changes, suspensions, and free visual inspection upon arrival. Because we do all that and more. But that name seems a little long and it won't fit on our sign. Now at Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot, take $100 off select sets of tires. That's right. Save $100 right now off select sets of tires and get tires, service, and straight talk at Big O Tires. It's Justin Anchor for Guadney Chevrolet out in Jackson and they want to be your car dealer of choice as they have been for so many all the way back to 1957. Deals galore, selection absolutely, and you're going to have a great buying experience too, which is really what it's all about. You can buy a car from a lot of different places. Why not go to the place that's going to treat you the best? That's Guadney Chevrolet. How about up to $9,000 off Silverado? Yes, crazy rebates happening, and I love the fact that you can delay your payments up to 120 days, so you don't even have to make a payment in 2023. Drive that car in September, October, November, December. Start making payments in 2024. That's the deal going right now at Guadney Chevrolet and incredible rates as well. They have it down at 1.9%. Also, if you're in the market for a used car, you can find the entire selection at their website, GuadneyChevrolet.com. But if you head out to the lot, you'll see some great options on site and they've got payments starting at $199 a month and sales tax paid is also part of the deal on all used cars under $10,000. So whether you're looking for a new vehicle, maybe something a little bit larger like a truck or SUV or a smaller car or a pre-owned vehicle, Guadney's your spot. And right now, big save Great financing, more for your trade, and always a great buying experience. You know where. Jacksonville, Arkansas, the Gregory Street exit. Look for the big, beautiful American flag and go see our friends at Guadagni Chevrolet. You're back in the zone. You know, we disagree on things from time to time, but one thing's for sure. I'm an Arkansas Razorback fan. 
<laughs> what do they say now here? Woo, pigs. Now, let's root for those hogs and stay tuned yeah, to the song. Slam that door, she broke my heart. Getting a lot of feedback on the Southern Structural Solutions tax line. We'll get to those. Some folks really concerned, upset about this team right now. I feel you. I am concerned about the offensive line, but I feel like I feel like I know the reason why they're struggling. I could be totally wrong, and they just aren't very good, and they're going to struggle all year. Very well could be wrong. I have to believe they're going to be better because they're all learning something new. Right. There, there are three new offensive linemen. The two returning starters are playing different positions. So it's a little different for those guys, for what, they're, what they were doing last year. And it's a new offense. One of the your left tackle that was going to be the starter got hurt during camp, missed a lot of time. Now he's trying to get his job back from another left tackle. The right guard, who's a transfer from another school, who's learning the offense, may have gotten the job because Tykees Crawford got hurt during practice, during camp, missed some time. And now he's back, and they're going back and forth battling for that job. So injuries may have something to do with it. But more than anything, I think a new offense and guys playing in different position have more to do with it than anything. And I think that's why they're struggling. And that's why I'm a little bit more patient than some people. And I feel like they're they're going to get better once they kind of settle into this new offense, new role. Offensive line is one of those positions where you usually don't see it regress throughout the season. Unless there's an injury, of course. It's mm-hmm. something that you get better at in more games. And, I think, and then Pittman's part of the problem. Because he's the guru, right? The offensive right. line guru. And people are like, well, Pittman's your head coach. Your offensive line's going to be great. And they're not great. But Pittman's not the offensive line coach. Pittman's the head coach. And people think that Pittman is in there in the offensive line room. And he's working with these guys. And he's spending time at practice coaching the offensive line. He's not. Folks, let me tell you, he's not. He's the head coach. Cody Kennedy's the offensive line coach. Does Pittman stick his head in there from time to time? Yes. You know, at the buzz countdown to kickoff, we had an offensive lineman, Andrew Chambly, and he he told us straight out, no, Cody Kennedy is their coach. Now, Pittman comes in from time to time and will say, hey, what's up? And from time to time, he'll say, hey, guys, you got to do this. But during practice, he's he's with the DBs. He's with the quarterbacks. He's the head coach. But people think because Pittman's the head coach, the offensive line, he's going to coach the offensive line. They're going to be great like they were under him. No, that's not what's happening. Let's go to uh, Roe. Roe, welcome into the zone. Hey, what's up? How you living today? I'm good. All right, all right. Now, uh, about the line, uh, I, I tweeted our first game. Our offensive line sucks right now. <laughs> Emphasis on right now. We all know uh, lines get better with cohesion, but it, it, it may be a person that he may need to pull off the line and he may need mm-hmm. to switch a person. Mm-hmm. Kudis may need to go in the right guard and he may need to come with a Marion Harris at right tackle. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. may, maybe maybe Josh Brown is the one that's not getting it done. Uh, but uh, but I was calling because uh, I was having a conversation online with, uh, you know who Luther Campbell is, don't you? Yeah. Okay. So I'm having a conversation with Uncle Luke online, and uh, he asked me, he was like, who's your team? Say, I'm a Razorback. He was like, oh, man, y'all messed up. Like, what you talking about? And before I say this, I'm extremely happy with what we have going on right now. But he said, yeah, Hunter Yurichek was about to hire Coach Prime, but the chicken man turned it down. Like, chicken man, what are you talking about? Yeah, the chicken dude, Tyson Chicken, they turned it down. Yurichek <laughs> wanted to hire Prime, but they turned it down. And now, people lie, and people get bad information, but Luke is normally in, in the right circles on information like this. And I was wanting to know if you ever heard anything about that. I, and if you can't talk about it, uh, let me hear a little bit about it. Yeah, I think it's pretty much well known that uh, Dion interviewed and talked. To, uh, you know, I don't know how serious the discussion was, and I've never heard the Chicken Man turned it down and put a you know put a stop to it. I don't know if that's true, uh, but was Prime? Yeah. You know, did Dion come and talk with Hunter Yurchek? Yes, uh, that's well known. Uh, let's remember he was still at that time a high school coach, unproven. Right. So right. I do think there were probably other teams that were interested, but you're taking a huge step going high school coach. And we had already hired a high, a high school, school coach. coach. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. And, that, and so, that may have hurt. I think the best thing but, for 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 Dion was to go to Jackson State, prove that he could recruit at that level. He was getting really good players, great players, to go to an HBCU, mm-hmm. and that showed right. other programs. Look, if he can get them to come there, I know he can get them to come here. So I think it was a great right. step for Colorado, and then I think he's going to be there a couple of years, and he's going to go somewhere big. Right, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. But this this is my thing on the him coming from high school. And I, this is my best analogy I can come up with. How do you know a train is coming? You hear it? You hear it before you see it, right? We we could hear that train coming when he when he made it clear he wanted to coach college football from a recruitment level. We knew what would what would happen, and we're seeing it come to fruition in Colorado. Uh, and now things happen for a reason. Like you said, he was coming. He was coming out of high school. We had just hired. A, a high school coach we don't even need to say his name but uh and, and they left a bad taste in our mouth so I get it from that that standpoint but kind of saw this one coming you know what I'm saying yeah but Ro, there have been really good coaches that have come to the SEC and gotten chewed up and spit out we don't know how Dion would have fared it may have been the worst thing for his career to come to Arkansas it could have derailed his career you're talking about train analogy it's, yeah. SEC's tough, man. I don't know if that's a good idea for your first collegiate job to be in the SEC, no matter how good you are. Yeah, yeah. I I, I, I get you. I get you. But anyway, I just I, I found that interesting. I wanted to share that with y'all this morning. Yeah. Yeah, how history um, could be different. It could be. It could be. We could have big little kickoffs. Nah, no, they would come to the SEC game, but you get it. <laughs> but... but <laughs> Anyway, man, y'all take it easy. I'm going to drive in this little bit of rain. Thanks, Ro. Take care. You know, I I love what Dion's doing there. And look, he yeah. was a cowboy. You know, I like Dion Sanders. I, I like I like that prime time. You know, I thought that was cool. Uh, but it's about to get real. I mean, when you play Oregon and USC back-to-back weeks, there are seven ranked teams in the Pac-12, and they're going to play six of them. They're the other ranked team. They're going to play them all. Uh, we're going to find out a lot more about Dion and Colorado and the next couple months. I think almost no matter what happens, it's been a success, though. No doubt. No doubt. Look at what the first what three they did weeks last now. Year, yeah. Look at last year and look at what's happened with the exposure that this school has received. Yes, it's paid off. I don't care if they go 7-5 and five the rest of the way. This has been a successful year for Colorado. This has turned the program around to where next year he can go out and recruit, hit the portal, hit the high schools, and he's going to get some more good players. I always thought... He would, you know, and I've said it on the show, Florida opens up, I'd go hire Dion. Yeah. If, who, whatever, you know, A&M, it, it falls apart, I'd go hire Dion. Wasn't Dion living in Florida? Uh, he was in Dallas. Okay. When he was a high school coach. Uh, but here's the issue. Some of those players, his son, that followed him, they've already transferred once. He leaves after this year, and his son wants to go play for him. Is well, he going why, to get a? Yeah, uh, good point. Is he going to get a uh, a waiver from the NCAA? What about the other guys that want to follow him yeah. that have transferred? That's a good point. So he may be at Colorado until his son graduates. Is but, Sanders in his second year or his third year? Second, right? Not sure. I'll look it up. No, he could be. He could Maybe be it was two years at Jackson State, and this is his third year. And same with go, Travis Hunter, possibly. So they yeah, can look both that go up. Pro. That, that's, that cha- that's a ball. That's a game changer. Let's go to Darren. Darren, welcome into the zone. So, um, when you were explaining uh, what's been going on with the offensive line a while ago, yes, you made everybody's point for us. The line is a disaster. It's musical chairs all over the place. It's also Pittman's fourth year in the program. When he was brought in, his one saving grace was being Paul Paul Pittman, which helped coming off of Chad Morris. He was essentially the inverse of that, personality-wise. But secondly, our, our line was a disaster. We had a bunch of tight ends playing offensive line. And Pittman's calling card was the offensive line. And, and as far as I can tell, it's regressed. Um, in my opinion, if you've got eight offensive linemen, you've got none. It's kind of like having two or three quarterbacks. Um, you always have eight you, offensive linemen. Do what now? You always have eight offensive linemen. But you don't rotate them in and out like musical chairs. No. Not in, but, yeah, not in the starting lineup. Right. Yeah. Right. So you, you've got five guys 
that play 85, 90% of the snaps. Would you agree with that? Yes. Or yeah. in, 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 a, in a typical situation. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, Pittman's not the offensive line uh, coach, but there's also rumors and speculation behind the curtain that uh, that Cody, Cody Kennedy is the golden child up there. And, and I could see how he might receive preferential treatment being the offensive line coach. You know, that's always going to be Pitt, Pittman's darling in the program, right? That's that's his his pet is the, is the line. But it just looks to me like to be in year four, there's an awful a, a lot of amount of turmoil that evolves around that line. And I want to ask you one more question, and I want you to answer it seriously. Don't just blow it off uh, because I, I asked this specific question. Do you think that Pittman ever gets to a point or, or over the next decade that we look back and Pittman is able to replicate what Houston not done in, in his tenure at Arkansas. And, t- and if the answer is no, then I think that everybody ought to start having a bigger discussion. Because when, when you ask Pittman, hey, what are your goals? He said this since the beginning when he got here. I want to be bowl eligible. Well, I don't, I don't know about everybody else, but the bar, the standard at Arkansas for me is not saying, well, it's better than Chad Morris. Well, that was the lowest point in program history. I don't, I don't set the bar off of that that low tier nightmare that we went through. Okay, for me, it's more along the lines of I know that Arkansas can be what they were under Houston Nutt in the ideal situation. Right, there was some six and six in there, but there was also some eight nine win seasons sprinkled in along the way, quite a few of them. And so, if you don't think that Pittman can get you there, he's a stepping stone, in my opinion. So. That's, that's all I had, guys. Thank you. You bet. No, I think that's the, the question right now, and that's the question. I've said this before. Is is Sam Pittman the Mike Anderson of football? Is he the guy who takes a program that was in a complete mess, turmoil, embarrassment, and makes... Stabilizes it. Creates a foundation. Yeah. But he can't go and take the, the next, next step. Are you going to have to go out and get your Eric Musselman for football? I think the jury's still out. Yeah. Do I think Sam Pittman can do like Houston Nutt? Yeah, I, yeah, I think I so. I think so. But I think he can go to an SEC championship game every, what was it, five, six years, get to three of them. But we also have to realize that the SEC that Houston Nutt played in was not as good as the SEC is now. In a lot of Oh, years. my gosh, no. Look at the coaches that are in the bad. SEC now <laughs> compared to back then. No, the SEC's loaded. And that may prove your point, too. You look at the SEC coaches, and you don't think that Sam Pittman is at the same level as some of these other SEC coaches. That may be answering the question for you. That's a good point. Let's go to David. He joins us now. David, welcome to the zone. Good Lord, Wes. Why would you say something like that? What you've got to understand is that some of your crowd is in their high 60s and stuff. Are you kidding me, man? The Mike Anderson of football, do you realize how my heart rate sped up and I could feel the blood rushing to my face? Good. I wasn't ready for that. I got man. a reaction out of you. Jeez. God. It's going to take me a minute. It's going to take me a minute. Man, I almost passed out. I thought, oh, good Lord, help us. He's not. And it's not I mean, nothing. I, hey, it's not negative. Mike Anderson did a great thing for Arkansas basketball. Mike Anderson was wonderful. Yes. If that's all you If that's all you expect. If that's all you expected, and, and when you said that, I was like, oh, Lord, please help us. No, do not let it be that. Please. And that went right along with my call. I was going to wait until after the competition bumped up a little bit this weekend, but really I don't have to because, because what I have to say will fit now. And, you know, Wes, I've called in quite a bit. Uh I don't like negativity, and you have those guys we expect it from every day. I don't like negativity. I'm not negative when I go to church. I'm not negative down on the farm when we're getting the deer stands ready. We all have a good time, and I I pretty well insist on that. Can't have a good time, I'm not going. But we all know that on the football team, the two most important things are the quarterback and the offensive line. We can deal with everything else. We had the worst defense in North America last year, and we almost won 10 or 11 games. We have a great quarterback. Whoever thought he would be as good as he is? Certainly not me and all the people I know. 
the offensive line. We were worried about it when the season started. Before the season started, we couldn't block defensive ends in the scrimmages in practice because the coach said so. Okay. Well, we listen to everybody, and they say, no, they're going to be okay. We've got eight or nine that can play. Good. But do we have eight or nine that can block the guy in front of them consistently? Right now, well, I'm afraid we do not. And I'm not worried about it for me. Uh, I want to win just like y'all do. But my Lord, I love Coach Pittman. And I am afraid that, first of all, I don't go with this motivation thing. I don't go with that. Uh, Oklahoma didn't have any problem getting motivated for Arkansas State and just wearing them down and pancaking them all over the field. I don't go with that. I have to see the ability, and I'm afraid it's not there, and I am worried sick for Coach Pittman because if this thing blows up, like I say it has the real potential to do, it's going to be really bad, and, boy, I will be dreading that from the day one. I mean, my goodness, and all i got to say is, how about them Cowboys? <laughs> That's a way to finish this strong, David. Uh, but, David, don't be – it's, it's not about to blow up, and Coach Pimmons not about Sound to get like fired. State play-by-play guy. Gosh, no, it's not that dire. Man, people just want to have a better offensive line. We're not calling for Sam Pittman no to get one, fired No one, no. I mean, maybe there's a couple of small, small percentage of people out there. But yeah, there is. Like the no. dude that just called. Yeah, <laughs> but no, no. For the most part, I mean, fan feedback's blowing up, man. No. Pittman's, Pittman's he's going to be fine. Gary, hang in there. We got to take this break. I'll take you when we come back. You're in the zone. stretches. So many years of depression make me vision the better living type of place to raise kids and opening eyes to the Hey, Razorback fans, it's Quinn Grovey. Check out the new location of Bell & Sword in Conway. Suits, shirts, vests, also polos with Arkansas logo gear from Johnny O and Peter Millar. A store within a store with Arkansas-made Martin Demon shoes and leather goods. Fantastic service with a tailor-owned staff to fit you perfectly. Go to the new location, Bell & Sword, 1011 Oak Street, Conway, or on Facebook and Instagram. I'm talking about Elliot's Mexican Grill. Take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. The key special, a Mexican abachi dish with fresh steak, chicken, or shrimp. Tuesdays are Taco Tuesdays, and they're only $1.99 at Elliot's. And now they're serving homemade tortillas. Fresh pies for dessert along with soft-serve ice cream. Elliot's Mexican Grill award-winning Mexican food with daily lunch specials Monday through Friday, 11 to 2. You take exit 108 to Elliot's Mexican Grill. In Moralton. That's Mike saying good morning. It's the best he can do right now. Yeah, not a cloud in the sky. What Mike could use is a fresh start. And Irish Spring Body Wash. The fresh scent of Irish Spring and those sensational Irish Spring suds are just the reset Mike needs. Now he's ready to go to work. It's Sunday. Irish Spring. When the spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring today. We said 1,500 hours. Jax's hangar flies high thanks to his military precision. He wants to land some aircraft mechanics, preferably with a military background. Okay, I wasn't aware of a new timeline. Cancel, cancel. Stand by for new assignments. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates, and you can schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from the Indeed dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Justin Anchor reminding you that Serta Pro Painters is here to help you as we transition from summer into fall. And if you're thinking about doing something to the outside of your home, maybe it's long overdue, Serta Pro Painters is here to help. Have them come over, give you an estimate, and they can help walk you through the process of what it'll take to get it done. They can help you out with the color selection and everything else you need to get the job done right. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. For your home, for your business, get your place looking right with the help of my friends at Serta Pro Painters. Greenway is your local source for John Deere equipment and implements. Now, we've made finding the perfect piece of equipment even easier. Shop our tractor packages online at GoGreenway.com. Till deeper with our down-to-earth package. Or save big with our Green Saver package. Need something with a little more muscle? Kick it up a notch with Greenway's Get In Gear package. We're here to support the DIYer in you. No matter what project comes your way, Greenway has you covered. 
Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone. Can't get enough of us on the radio? Follow us on Twitter at JustinAquery7, at Wes underscore more, and at CWeaver1037. Don't need help all right, we're wrapping up hour number one. We got two more calls to roll through before we hit the uh, top of the hour break. We'll start with who's been holding longer. Gary has. Gary, Gary, Gary welcome into the zone. Hey guys, I appreciate y'all. First of all, I want to tell you I listen every day, and um, I, this is the first time I've called, but you guys are awesome. Thanks, appreciate you. You're saying so, you're a long time listener, first time caller. Yes. Okay. yes. Wow. Those For sure, I listen. All, I listen at work all the time, man. So it gets me through the day. The, the negativity we call. just got through here and get you inspired, <clears throat> inspire yeah, you I to just, call. Yeah, I just yeah, it did. Just for the fact that I just think it's kind of funny. I mean, I'm 53 years old. I've had season tickets since '89, and you know I've been through a lot. And it's like you know after the first game, it's so funny. Everybody was so high and happy. The defense looked great. We covered the spread. Everybody's happy. You know, yeah, the deep, the run game wasn't great, but they were zone blitzing our run. You know, we'll be okay. And then it's like after that last game, they showed up a little uninspired. They did. I have to admit it. But, you know, I don't think they're going to show up uninspired Saturday, and I hope I'm right. You know, I might be wrong, but I just – to think that Pittman's, like, already want to call for his head. They're 2-0. and <laughs> He is the head coach. So, hey, the defensive looks great, you know, and he's part of that too. Yeah. You know, so – I just say give the man a chance to coach this year, and let's see what happens But when it's all said and done instead of panicking and go back and watch some Chad Morris games, every little minute of it if you need nope. uh, inspiration. No, nope. nope. well, That's Never. my comments. Thank you, guys. Those nice, wide receivers are doing okay, right? Yeah. And KJ's doing okay. What what percentage would you say you're at that you're convinced Arkansas will win on Saturday? I'm at <clears throat> 75%. I was going to say, 80, I'm like at yeah. 80%. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I feel good. I'm fairly confident. I think that's what happened. I started out the show positive. And I felt good against uh, about the BYU game, and that brought out and the, the haters. Negative people the negative out. people were like, "Whoa, hold on, Wes, don't be so positive. We got problems." Brian, you get to finish this out. What's One minute. up? Yep. Well, I got a statement and a question. Okay, go. I'm I'm glad football started, so we don't have to talk about radio host motioning uh, all one episode. And the next one, could you explain what is the transfer order rule? Transfer once, like I mentioned, to do it again. How does that work? You get one free transfer. You can do whatever you want to do. And then the next time, you have to have a waiver. You got to get a waiver, or you're not eligible to play immediately. Thanks, Brian. Y'all were just talking about a guy that did it. Well, obviously, right. Uh, you're breaking up. Can't hear you, Brian. And we're at the top of the hour. We got to let you go. Richard Davenport will join us later on. The recruiting guy. We can talk more about portal issues. Coming up next, though, Quinn Grovey. Thanks to our friends at Bell and Swart. We'll get the very latest from Quinn. Get his thoughts on BYU and this offensive line. Stick around. You're in the zone. Roger Scott is warming up those vocal cords to bring you the Razorback Song of the Week on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Dr. Jimmy Tucker at Ortho, Arkansas and 103.7 The Buzz. Come on down to Doe's Eat Place at the corner of Ringo and Markham in downtown Little Rock for mouth-watering burgers, catfish, and steak by the pound. Oh, and don't forget our world-famous tamales, now open Monday through 